Mr. Shine. Pim, Pim Diamond. Diamond. And welcome to episode 17 of Why Did You Watch? With me, Cathy Moore. And me, Debbie Clark. Well, David. This is... The, yes, excellent. Glad to hear it. I'm not. I've got uh, a, a... Riddled. I'm riddled with a cold, I hope. Um, it's probably one of the colds. Yeah, there's a load of colds and flus going around as well. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Anyway, enough of British corner. Um, do you remember... When life was so tender... And something. Milk, I actually can't remember the rest of the Milk tray dish. was left upon the I remember the when pillow. they found the corpse of that guy who tried to stow away underneath that ca- uh, undercarriage of that plane. You know, the guy, the dairy milk man, who didn't actually get away in the end. What? Found him months later. The dairy milk man? Yeah, don't you remember? There's an advert where there's the aeroplane taken off and the woman's like, oh my god, there's a dairy milk tray on, on the side of my uh, economy seat. Yeah. And then the guy, in theory, is like snuck onto the plane to drop it off. Right. And then, in theory, he gets off again, but he, he hops off the. The, the landing gear of the plane. Jesus! But, yeah. All because the lady loves milk tray. Yeah, apparently. I don't know. I'd, I'm not that um, aware of the uh, demographics of our listener. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Not 97 like us. I don't know if the, any of them will know who the, the fucking dairy milk man is. The, the milk tray man. <laughs> dairy milk man. <laughs> dairy milk man. Cat mustard. <laughs> He's related to the dairy postman. The dairy. Oh, very nice. Well, Um, he would deliver it, but they'd make you sign for it. Yes, I guess it's now the um, the dairy delivery. Oh yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh yeah. Do you remember? Do Do you remember? Back when, back in the before four times, when you and I would walk home from work and I Mm. would tell you about stupid fucking film that I watched and we would laugh. (laughs) And there were two films that made us go, we should record this because this conversation is entertaining us so much that we should record this conversation. Do you remember those two films, David? The two that were just the absolute activation energy for this podcast one of them was species two ah which we renamed patrick the space rapist yes which um i'm not going to cover on this podcast because whoever wrote that film clearly hates women and i really don't want to propagate that Fair enough. and the other film was roadhouse oh right roadhouse yes roadhouse and i decided that this is, is the that Patrick Swayze. Yes, it is. It's Patrick Swayze. Right. May he rest in peace. Is he dead? He died. Um, pancreatic cancer. Oh, he just that's went like not that. A good way to go. No, it is yeah. not. It's horrific. But I mean, there's one more angel in heaven. A really fucking ripped angel in heaven. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. St. Michael's got a workout buddy now. Is Patrick Swayze the one in Dirty Dancing? Yes, yes he is. I like to think of Roadhouse as like the sequel to Dirty Dancing. Uh, because he's he's down in his luck. He's kind of the same character. He's still that like um, diamond in the rough, you know, tough guy from the wrong side of the tracks with the heart of gold, that whole thing. So he's that in this. No one puts Patrick in the corner. No, exactly. Yeah, that's such a weird scene. Nobody puts Baby in the corner. What? What does that mean? 
So Roadhouse, yeah? Roadhouse. I watched this film and then you and I walked home and I was saying to you, David, this film. <laughs> and you were going, ha, stupid. And I was going, I know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then we were we need to record a podcast okay. because this yes. conversation is gold. So it's been long enough <laughs> that we've forgotten all of our zingers. Probably. That we can have another bash at They'll it. be back. Yes. But it's, yeah, so it's Patrick Swayze, as we said. Mm. It's such a fun romp. And I thought it would be a good film to cover coming up to Christmas. Okay. Right. So let me give you the details. Right. It was made in 1989. We are not talking about the upcoming remake of this film starring Jake Gyllenhaal. What? I know. I know. My hairdresser told me they were remaking this film and I spat my tea all over the... Why would they? Hair. I don't know. I don't know why they would remake it. Because when you hear it, you'll be like, this is not a story that needs to be told again with Jake Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal. Suppose, yeah. It's insane that they're remaking it. But this is the original and the original Probably has... writer strikes. Oh yeah! Just like, hey, wait a second. What's that? A copy? Let's just rehash this one. Roadhouse. This one has four things that they won't be able to do in the remake, and it's four things that are just the the mulled wine of perfection that this film is. You've got the kind of toxic masculinity that you just can't put in a film anymore. That you find in still vast places around the world. Yeah, but you don't find it in Hollywood because yeah. they're not allowed anymore, for better or for worse. Yeah. I mean, you, you just can't make cheesy shit films anymore, which is sad. But anyway, um, and it's the other three things that it has that you can't have in this is Patrick Swayze, because yes. he's no longer with us. Yes. Sam Elliott, because he's quite old now. You know Sam Elliott. Do I? Yes, yeah, Sam Elliott. Oh my God, I love him so much. He's, oh, do you know who he is? Do you know who he is? He's no. in Parks and Rec. Right. He's other Ron. He's hippie Ron. Oh, vaguely, yes. He's the guy... He's the one who used to run Parks before Ron did. No, he's the guy who ran Parks in uh, Eagleton and then they merged the two towns together. Yeah. So he was Ron. Right, okay. Um, he was all, He was in The Big Lebowski and he was the dude that... No, he wasn't the dude. Um, <laughs> Jeff Bridges nice. was the dude. He was. He's the guy he talks to in the bar with the really deep voice and the moustache who says, you got to use so many cuss words. Yes. Goes, what the fuck oh, are you talking about? Yes. Well, he, he, uh, he, yeah, okay. He's always got, wasn't he also in Tombstone? Yeah, I'd be very surprised if he wasn't in Tombstone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he uh, was also in, was it Justified? I think he's in the TV show Probably. Justified. Probably. He is... A quintessential like Western character, yeah. even when he's you in could Parks have and Rec. Him from the seventeenth century. Yes, yes. He is he's a gentleman. He is quite possibly yeah, he the coolest person on this planet of Earth. Have you ever seen him without a moustache? No. It's like Tom. It's like who's you... this guy? Yeah. Why is this? Who's this potato that's talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm Elliot. Uh, I love him yes. so much. I know who he is now. Okay, I'm cool. Delighted that he's in it and. Guess who else is sort of briefly in it? Sam Hayek. Keith David. Oh. Yeah. Disappointed now. Oh, well, if you're disappointed about that, you're going to be very disappointed about the, the, the female contingent of this film. Right. Which is just set dressing, really. Oh. Maybe that'll improve, but you really don't need it in this film. Fine. This is a this is like um, Master and Commander. Master and Commander yes. was an entirely male cast. Yeah. That was the other... 
like catchphrase of that film. Master and Commander, dudes on a boat. Yeah. And then the sequel, Roadhouse, dudes in a bar. Yeah, right? pretty much, yeah. That's it. The o- I'll explain why there are some women in this. Dudes be crazy. Dudes be crazy. These dudes be crazy. Yeah. Jesus. So those are the four things that you can have in this film that they're not going to be able to recapture in right, the next yes. one. Because I don't really give a fuck about Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm, no offence, oh, Jake. Jake. I'm, I'm sure he's not going to that bar just a fish. Oh yeah, he was in that, wasn't he? He was excellent in that. I dare say he's a fantastic he's a very actor. Good actor. Yeah, I mean to be honest, the last the, the Spider-Man one that was this film he was in wasn't that good. One where is Mysterio. Oh, I stopped watching all yeah. that. I haven't that watched. Free, it's on Netflix. I don't watch anything to do with Marvel anymore. It's just yeah. Oh, this again. It's the filming style because every film that comes out now, it's Disneyfied. No, not even. It's not even Disneyfied. It's the it's what the way. To Deadpool three. Deadpool's excellent. With Wolverine. That's fine. Going to be in it. That's yes. Marvel. That's fine. That's Deadpool. That's different. That's a whole different kettle of fish. It is. All these action movies that they're bringing out, and uh, uh, the Justice League does the same thing. Uh, they're all yeah. the same. I don't know who's directing these or what template the AI is using that's directing oh God, these. It could but well. I yeah. think AI would do a better job. The point is, it's always like intense fighting with amazing CGI. <gasps> and now we completely stop the pacing. And now it's a deep and reflective soul-searching conversation yes. about our feelings. And yes. then it's CGI action again. Oh, and now it's What's the guy who just talking about... all the time and did Transformers? Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Bay explosions. Bay explosions, yeah. Yes. It's like someone watched Michael Bay's films and went, do you know what these films need? Long, protracted scenes where people talk about their feelings. Yeah. No, they don't. I couldn't follow what was happening in Michael Bay's Transformers. It's, just like, um, it's like that thing where um, Homer gets asked to um, design that car. <laughs> and he's the one who's been considered to be the everyman. But yes. he's totally not. No. So they just found one person is locked in a room somewhere. And they're like, hey, so tell us what this film needs. Mm-hmm. What it needs is more explosions yeah. and then people talk about their feelings and yeah. no one else in the world is thinking the same thing. No, it's been a couple in there yeah. and they've got, and she goes, it would be nice if there was some like character development and they're like, well, we don't know what that means. You so mean, like, passive aggressively actually telling their partner? Oh, yeah. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, passively aggressive. Like that yeah. couple on the plane where oh, she started shit. crying and was Fucking like, hell. you just never acknowledge my feelings. Yeah, yeah I, I'm glad I was on the far side of that. He and I have been yelling that at each other ever since. Like, it's like, do you want a cup of tea? You never acknowledge my feelings. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, there are there are a few places that are worse in the world to be stuck with an asshole partner. There's a whole Seinfeld episode about this. Yeah, a whole episode where Elaine's stuck on a plane with a man she just broke up with. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I was talking to someone the other day. Um, what was it? Uh, it was um, I I can't actually say the name because they work. Where I work. Sure. But I'm just going to say, we were just talking about um, uh, where would be the worst place to like propose marriage and then be turned down. <laughs> so, and we were talking about going on the London Eye <gasps> and then like proposing at the beginning. <laughs> and then it's just like, then turning <laughs> you down. And then there's a half an hour of horrid silence. Because <laughs> you don't go in uh, there on your own. There's other people in there yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, they're all yeah. standing around going, oh, fuck me. This is and so then good. there's a certain somebody who's currently sitting downstairs who's just going, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the feelings, the horror. Yeah. Um, and then they were like um, uh, saying, if anyone proposed to them, at, like the Eiffel Tower or the Chrysler Building or any of this kind of other stuff, 
he would just turn them out, turn them down out of principle. Yeah. What are you doing? You're 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 putting me in a position yeah, yeah, yeah. where I yeah. have to say yes. Yeah. Otherwise, I look like an asshole in and front of all these people. Said, I'm not going to ask someone to. Um, uh, I I wouldn't want to be asked that because I'm going to the top of a really tall building. What if they throw me off? And I'm like, Jesus Christ! God damn! Don't know, you you're going out with you? Yeah. Yeah. But how do you get to the point in the relationship where you propose and they say no? Oh, I think it happens reasonably frequently. Does it? Doesn't it? Surely that's the... It's like a PhD oh, viva. But, but then sometimes you'll have people propose to try and keep a relationship together, which is totally the wrong time to do it. That's when people will say no. Well, You've, that's, that's yeah. a good time to say no. Yes. It's a, a good sort of fisher cut bit sort of moment where like if they say yes then we can fix the relationship sorry for some reason i was just thinking fisher price and i'm like no what's fisher cut all right shit or get off the pot then right okay right. yeah you either wheel the fish in or you cut the line and let it go yes yeah. fisher cut yeah. bit. but again it's like an airplane would also be a terrible place to propose especially at the beginning of a flight to like yeah. new york yeah australia. yeah oh to australia yeah. oh you have to really hope that there's um uh, a stopover, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a stopover in like Dubai where you can just fuck off and, yes. and leave forever. So, uh, for night, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and for Halloween mm. and these films, I've given you a really like in-depth look at this, the how society, yes. how it was a reflection of society at yes. the time, and blah blah blah. So, so here's details for Roadhouse, okay. 1989. We've had. Uh, Swayze, Sam Elliott and Keith David are in it. Mm. That's very exciting. The director, I've never heard of him. Um, And there's really nothing else worth saying. This film is not a reflection on society or any kind of... They just found a bar and filmed. It just happened that Swayze was there. There's no no trivia to tell you. There's no like exciting, deep reflections on anything. The only reflection I have on this film is... I like to think of it as a Dirty Dancing sequel because Swayze's yes. character is pretty much the same guy. Sure, yeah. I'm not sure what a roadhouse is, but I think it's like a little chef. It is like a little chef. Yeah. I was going to say, it's effectively because there are vast tracts of, of land. the states yeah. where there is nothing. Even yeah. sometimes when you get to a town, they've mm-hmm. only got like three, maybe four shops. There's a hardware shop, hairdresser, a um, grocery store, and a, church. and a bar. Yeah brothel and a church yes not the same building usually. probably <laughs> um, my question though is and this happens in the uk too you've got a bar out in the middle of nowhere your yes. only option is to, to drive, drive there yeah. what do you do what riddle me that batman cycle. how do you get home cycle cycle there cycle back not in the states though because you're probably about two hours away from anywhere that's what i'm saying and the only other thing that I would like to discuss as a like social theme with this film right. is and I don't know how to put this without coming across like a bad person but <laughs> yeah I love it when people say that but I don't want to sound like a bad person but yeah I'm not an asshole yeah. but here's an asshole yeah, thing yeah, I yeah, want yeah. to say I don't understand how every time I watch a film that is supposed to be incredibly macho and manly always seems extraordinarily homoerotic sure how is that how does that happen pretty much every time top gun predator yes. this Sparta, film 300 Sp- god damn yeah uh-huh, insanely and often in those films they put women in 
purely as a beard, I think. The women yes. who are in there are just there to be like, see, they're not gay. I realise they seem super gay. And I realise you, the audience, came here to watch manly men yes. perform what you believe is the role of masculinity. But it's incredibly homoerotic. So we've had to put women in just to reassure you. Well, the other thing is, having, having a film which is exclusively one gender... Unless, I guess, it's on a submarine or in a sorority. Yes. Um, it's very strange to only have one gender because the worlds are represented by both. It's unusual. Master and Commander was not homoerotic at all, though. And do you know what I think it is? This is my little theory based on this film. The equivalent of Charles Darwin was on it? Yes. What? I don't know. I, I don't know where we're going here. He could be into homoeroticism. You don't know Charles, Charles Darwin's life. Well, I do. He wrote a book. Not about his hobbies. <laughs> You're like going around looking at the beaks of birds. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, you can do other stuff. <laughs> it's Charles here. <laughs> I'll have Back you know. I was, <laughs> I was the manliest of men. Yes. I'm like, you can he be both, Charles. He did have a good beard, his yeah. wife, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I think it is, though? I think the <laughs> people who make these films are trying to eat their cake and have it too. Master and Commander... Yorkshire Reversal, everyone. What? Have their cake and eat it. You could... It doesn't matter. <laughs> sure. You... What? It's still, carry on, carry on, carry on. still got two options. Anyway. Thing is, Master and Commander, they were like, do you know what? We're making this film. It's a historical drama. Da, da, da. There's yes. no women in it. They were just like, we're making this film. It is what it is. Yes. And you can either watch it or don't. And it's artsy-fartsy and legit. Yes, so I quite like that film. So it will appeal to artsy fartsy legit fans yes like david who likes cinematography mm. okay and science and, and hates women i'm just joking i'm just Damn. joking i'm joking i'm joking um but then you get films like this where it's they're expecting it to just be a sort of a blockbuster generic output right mm. and they're like okay we're it's super manly manly and it's fighting and blah 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 mm. how are we going to get women to enjoy the film I know. Patrick Swayze. We'll put Patrick Swayze and in Sam it. And Sam Elliott for the older generations. Sure. Because he's just looked perpetually in his 50s forever. Yes, he has looked that age for as long as he has existed. Yeah. Mm. He probably came out of the, the birth canal with a big bushy moustache on him and was like, howdy ma'am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you get the Stetson in there? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you kindly, ma'am. Yeah. <clears throat> to the midwife. And I think that's He's the problem. Me. I think things like Top Gun and films mm. like that have gone. We need to do something to get the girlfriends of the men who are coming to watch this film to enjoy the film as well. How will we do that? Sure. I know. We'll put a woman in it as a protagonist and we'll have some sort of love story mm. between the two for, mm. for the mm. ladies. Mm. Yeah. Something for the dads. Something for the ladies. You know. And we'll just make all the male characters take their tops off. All the time. I mean, it works for people who watch rugby. Both sides. Of the they argument. don't take their tops off. What? <clears throat> Not during the I match. Watch <laughs> <laughs> you watching that weird Turkish wrestling? God, no. With the oil and the hands down the pants. What a waste of olive oil. And it also, is... the hands down the pants thing is also bad. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, that is a waste of olive oil. Maybe it's like lower grade olive oil. Oh, yeah. It'll be like fifth pressing or something like that. It's depressing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. So that's why I think there's so much <clears throat> homoeroticism in there. I wasn't a that wasn't a deliberate throat clearing. That was a 
coincidence. So that's my theory. That's yeah. what I think's going on. They're just trying to yes. eat their cake and have it too. Yes. Like if they just if they just accepted the audience they're going to get. Yes. And be done with it. Yes. Um, okay, cool. Women in the film. Not our crucial part, but a no. required one by the Hollywood execs. Yeah. The same thing happened in Top Gun. Yes. Ooh. Do you want one? No, I'm alright. I've got you my, I've got the best beer in the world. Uh, I know. Some genius bought that for you. Yeah. It's even know. got best in the title. Ichiban. Yes. Number one. So, it all starts with, there's a like a nightclub sort of thing. It's like... They they set the tone from the outset of this thing. There's a whole lot of bikers turning up and stuff like that. Not yet, because oh. we're at a nice nightclub. Ooh. Slash roadhouse slash bar thing. So Bromptons. Um no. <laughs> Fancy sports cars where the Rotros. where the um the, the headlights go Ooh, Oh, um, back in the eighties when that was considered cool. It is nineteen eighty nine, remember. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. It's very nineteen eighty nine. So um, the car parks in the car park. The camera drops to the floor. The, we see the bottom of the door open and a pair of high heels in feet get out of the car. Pair of feet in high heels. Uh, right. Sure. <laughs> get out of the car. Yes. Um, and the, and we hear the door slam. And as the the feet walk, it's like the bell. Remember? We watch. You're just watching the feet walking up the street. Yes. Yeah. And the camera just pans up the woman's legs, gets as far as her arse, and then it's like, well, that's all you need to see of a woman anyway. Done. Wow. Next. Yeah, it's like male gaze. It, when they teach male gaze in like feminist film theory, this is probably the scene they show people. Why is that? What? I mean, don't people usually look at the top and then work their way down? Well, oh, not, no. not according to Riker, though. Even, mm, even in droopy cartoons, the screen always started at the bottom and worked its way up, and she, she was progressively more gorgeous until <laughs> it got to the head, and you were like, The funny thing is, it just turns out it's a dude. Yeah, it, it did. It turned out to be like a donkey or something. Oh, when it I got see. to the face, everybody went, Ah! Oh. <laughs> yeah. A bog yeah. fuck. Yes, body of Baywatch, face of crown watch. Exactly. So immediately you're like oh, okay i see what kind of film this is going to be lazy cameraman a very short cameraman <laughs> it wasn't the floor yeah that's yeah. where he started yeah. and it's all woo nightclub woo yes, very okay. exciting yep yeah. um and a, a douchebag like texan style like he's got the little oh, bolo i hate that i know what point what's the point of that thing i don't know but all I've written here is douche gets out of a limo. <laughs> we get to know yeah. him as the film goes on, but at this point, Le right? Douche. Yeah, yes. there's a there's a live band. Everybody's dancing. There's one guy dancing like nobody's watching because he's proper like. Apparently, that's how you're supposed to dance. Like nobody's watching. Yeah, yeah someone should have maybe not told this guy that. Yeah, maybe like, tone it down a bit, man. Either he was dancing like no one was watching, or someone said squirrel and it like climbed up his yeah. back and he was like because that's what it looked <laughs> like, like the cat on Ross's shoulder in Friends don't you remember like Rachel's talking to Ross and he's trying to tell her uh, how he feels Ooh. for her and the cat drops on his back yes because she's then, going oh my yeah yeah and then it switches to them being inside the flat and they just see the guy running past it does look like he's dancing so that was funny. this dancing yeah, yeah. With the cat. and Rachel's just like oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's lucky he didn't fall off the um, balcony there, yes um yeah, so it's like a really it's it's 
really exciting this nightclub it's all woo there's pool there's mad dancing as we yeah. established people are doing shots Ooh. women have got tits everywhere this is um I assume only two each two each yeah it's not a uh, total recall okay the, because it's the 80s all the women have a very very similar haircut. look to them yeah they've all got the haircut that looks like they've been slightly electrocuted it's mm. all poofed up yeah they're all stick thin, stick yeah. thin. They do not look like women. They look like athletic Triglets. East German boys. Yeah. Very tall. They're all in stilettos and those skin tight dresses. They're all tanned such yes. that, you know, they're going to get wrinkles when yes. they're older, which is yeah. unfortunate. And they've all got the the kind of breast augmentation you saw in the 80s, which makes them look just sort of stuck on. Yeah. No offense to them. I'm sure they're all lovely young ladies i wish them all the best mm. but if we are going to be uh treating women <laughs> the same way that the film did i'm just going to say they all looked very similar and it was a very 80s look and it's not my personal um I'm trying to think of a nice way to put it. it's not my not to my taste it's not your bag selma hayek is my taste yes um, wow she's everyone's taste that doesn't mean that these women are not equally valuable as people but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. I'm... Identikit is effectively what you're saying. Yes, very yeah, much. Cardboard yeah, yeah. cutouts. Of the time as well. Yeah. But these these women have been picked by the people who made the film, and yeah. the people who've made the film obviously have a different aesthetic to me. They like Russian young men. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they clearly like East Berlin uh, athletic boys. Wasn't that okay? It's also the era of cocaine chic. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Um, Sir Mix-a-Lot was singing in um, Baby Got Back when he uh-huh. says, um, I'm tired of magazines saying flat butts are the thing. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. they're not anymore. J-Lo popularised Big Butts. It was, it was also around the heyday of Kate Moss, 1989. That's cocaine chic, if yeah. ever I saw it. I'm surprised well, she, she has a septum left. Yeah. Yeah. She's, She's sti- still going. Yeah. Still going, Kate Moss. She seems quite like quite an interesting person. I think so. I think the only thing that seems pretty, to be honest, I don't, really don't know too much about her, but she's friend, she was friends with Pete Doherty, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Why do people keep associating with him? Yeah, he must have hidden talents. It's not singing. Do you know what it's like? It's like how all American presidential candidates are like, we're going to put an end to the, to Saudi Arabia's bad behaviour. You know, yeah. And then as soon as they become the president, they're like, oh, Saudi Arabia, they're my best friends. Yeah. And you're like, what meeting were you in yeah. when you were sworn in? Yeah. What, yeah, yeah. what, what is it? What have they got on you? What is it about <laughs> Pete Doherty? What is it about Pete Doherty and Saudi Arabia that everyone seems to just have to toe the line? <laughs> I think it's possibly the first time anyone's ever connected Pete Doherty. Pete Doherty, Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Uh, Besties. Sure. Pete Doherty won't let women drive either. <laughs> just joking. Uh, probably not. Who knows? Mm. Um, unless they're an ambulance driver getting him to the hospital after an Yet day. again, yeah. with a needle hanging out of his ear because it's the only was van left. Probably. I think it was. Anyway, sorry, I got, went off. Yeah, we were, we were complaining about um, 80s aesthetics and then we ended up slagging off Pete Doherty and Saudi Arabia. The only reason I'm bringing up this whole thing about women is because I'm going to be talking about the women in the film in somewhat scathing terms and I just want to be clear that I'm I'm referring to the, the aesthetic the, of the film rather yeah, than my personal the views. Well, yes. This goes back to kind of when we were talking about Greenland and we are saying... She's a yes. fantastic actress with a yeah. lot of range. Yes. But in this particular film, 
she gets absolutely shafted by whoever wrote the script. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly this again. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm not I being... I don't know why I was doing the whole... People can't actually see me doing the... Um... I can see you. Yeah, it comes across. Yeah. The, the, the hand waving. And um, so the douchebag, mm. who I'm going to call Boss Hog. I don't, I don't think I ever actually called his name, but he reminded me of Boss Hog from... Um, Yes, Jukes of Hazard. Yeah, Jukes Hazard, yeah. yeah. That was his whole, that was his yeah. aesthetic. And he's looking for Swayze. Patrick Swayze. And Patrick Swayze's standing there. He's got the, the shoulders back, the elbows out, and the hands clasped Essentially, over his... Essentially, it's the muscle pose. Yeah, exactly. He's standing there and he's... Let me get, was he wearing a t-shirt? He was wearing like the, the, the bouncer shirt for this nightclub. Yes. And he's given it. Right? He looks like Does Mac. Does it say Roadhouse on the shirt? He's not in a roadhouse yet. He's ah. in this nice place. Ah. He's the bouncer for the nice place. Right. But he's inside the club. Um, yes. Okay. Well, he's... He's a shitty bouncer. Well, he's not the... He's, he, he's not the doorman. He's not the doorman. Okay. He's the bouncer. He's right. the head bouncer. He is the cooler. <laughs> head bouncer. He's the one who bashes your head. <laughs> he does as well. That's something he does in the oh, film. sweet. Yeah. So... Um, not because this guy's looking for Swayze. Obviously, we have to understand why. So we need to get a bit of a taste of what Swayze's doing sure, around yes. here. And this fella who looks a bit like Steve Gutenberg starts making trouble mm. in the neighbourhood. Mm. Uh, he's harassing some woman or other. Right. And Swayze goes over. Swayze's quite polite at first, which is well. I mean, it's his job. Yeah, which is why it's weird that this guy escalated the situation drunk so do drunk much. Things. Well, he he tries to stab Swayze. What? Yeah, Swayze's like, "Could you leave her alone?" He's like, "I'll fucking kill you." I mean, not to well, that, that escalated. Yeah, really did. Um, <clears throat> and that right now, this is where the homoeroticism starts immediately because stabby Steve Gutenberg, that's who he looks like, yes. says, um, "I think you know everyone says you're so tough, but." I th- uh, I think I could take you, and then yes. he says, "I've always wanted to try you." Ooh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, join the fucking queue, mate. Patrick Swayze. Literally, the fucking queue. Join the fucking queue, mate. <laughs> Precisely, yeah. Yeah. And Patrick's response is, "Shall we go outside?" <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. So they go outside, and, and he closes the door, and they like, "Ha, sucker!" That's exactly what happens. No, it isn't. That's exactly what happens. He lets the guy go first, and then closes the door on it. Not quite. No. He go. They go outside, and everyone's like, "Ooh, fight, fight, fight!" That's and not the motion you just did with your hand. <laughs> Ooh, fight, fight, fight! Um, so it, yeah, that was unfortunate. Yes. So, it, so they're outside, yes. and the guys all like, "Yeah, <laughs> let's go." Yeah. And Swayze's like, "Okay, well, you're out of the bar now, which is sort of what I wanted to achieve. I'm going to go back in." So he's like, "Right, right. you settle down, mate." And he walks back into the bar, uh-huh. and a curtain of rest of the bouncers for the bar closes behind him. Oh, so he leaves them to get shanked. No, because the guy's looking at this row of bouncers, and he's like, "Ah, oh, shit, I got duped." Can I get my coat? I yeah. left it inside. I left my wallet. <laughs> sucks to be you, mate. Yeah, sucks to be you. Do I, do I not get a go on Swayze then? No, you don't. No one else does. Join the Swayze queue. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and then kind of pans right and there's a whole load of guys just standing there with knives looking really forlorn. Oh, Swayze. When he wanted a kiss. Yeah. Well, you see, you start to get the impression that Swayze's got a bit of a... Um... A mind to him. Oh, he does, yeah. And mm. also, he's a bit like The Quiet Man. You ever see that film? John Wayne, 
He's yeah. so John John Wayne was a it's I, an old I've heard film. Of it. I've heard of He's it, a boxer yeah. and he accidentally killed somebody in the oh. ring. Ooh. And he swore from then on he was pacifist. He'd never fight anybody ever sure, again. Yeah. But he moves to Ireland, and if you don't fight people, you might as well be wearing a dress in like ye olde Ireland. Sure. He marries this woman and she's disgusted with him because he won't beat anybody oh, I up. See. Until that time he does, and then she falls in love with him all over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, okay. Um, wow. It's a very strange film. It's anyway. a trope. And uh, so Patrick got, got, he got a fish wound. It's just a fish wound. Oh, from the guy with the knife? Yeah. He oh. got He got glanced with the knife in the back. Oh. And he stitches himself up. Ooh. He's so good he's, God, he, this guy's a catch. I know, right? Ah, oh, legend. Um, so he's... He's, yeah. he's upstairs in the office stitching himself up in the mirror. Yes. And Boss Hog comes a looking for him. Yes. And he's like, Are you Dalton? Because his name's Dalton. But I'm not going to call him Dalton. Wait, wait you're going to call him Atomic Massier instead? Mm. Or that guy that wrote the definitive book on Fasciola Hepatica. Uh, Dalton. John Dalton. It's a heavy book. It is a heavy book. Um. So, uh, Boss, Hog? Ho- Boss Hog's name, it turns out, is Frank Tillman. Like um, Rammstein. Oh, Till. Yeah, right enough. Yeah. But I'm just going to call him Boss Hog. Yeah. Fair. He's bought a bar. Yes. A roadhouse. Right. Has Boss Hog called yes. the Double Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> I left him an upper decker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Also, isn't the Double Deuce the name of that um, the that team in Archer? I don't know. Do you remember when they're flying the aeroplanes and it was um, Reggie's... Reggie's regiment. Oh yeah, Double, double juice. juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's Which is effectively just a reference to that. Oh sure. And two two dice with the two dots on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he bought this bar, the double juice. Yes. It's turned very rough. Right. It's got a very rough clientele. Sure, because it's in the middle of nowhere. Mm, and yeah. and he basically says, I need the best cooler right. to deal with this. Yes. And now this is like Chekhov's cooler because um, Swayze says, well, the best is Wade Garrett. Right. And uh, Boss Hog says, but I want you. I want you. Much like the guy outside. Exactly. I want you. Because <laughs> you're cheaper. The other guy's real expensive. So it was, well, funny. It's quite funny then because he says, I want you. And he says, 5,000 uh, 5, a night. Um... And That's got to be fucking a joke. Five thousand a night, and I no, run the show. No one can afford five grand a night. There's no way, like, a roadhouse in that part of America is making anywhere near five grand a night to pay one person. But he's not going to be working there forever. He's just there to like. Oh, he's like a consultant. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Five thousand a night, and I run the show. So he's okay. I well, mean, maybe, possibly. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I, just before you said he's, he said it's going to be 5000 a night, I was going to say, it, I think places that are somewhat in the middle of nowhere and not like in the centre of town where you have to pay outrageous land fees yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are effectively in licence to print money mm-hmm. because all you have to do is supply alcohol Yeah. and people will come along and buy it and spend shitloads of their wages on stuff that costs pennies to make. And the drunker you get, the less concerned yeah. you are about yeah. where your money's going. So. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> five thousand a night, though. I mean, mm. Julia Roberts' character in Pretty Woman charged five thousand a a week. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, and I would argue she had a less onerous task because Richard Gere's pretty fit. No, 
yeah. Yeah. So he's like, well, all right, let's go. We're going to Jasper, wherever the fuck that is. Um, wow. And he says, I got your plane ticket right here. And Patrick Swiss, he says, I don't fly. He's going to be on a bike. Too dangerous. Uh, no, he doesn't take a bike. I know. <laughs> and he's like, how are you going to get there there? And then he's like, I'll get there. Also, he's when he's... hitching rides. Oh, yeah. You know the <laughs> rules of the road. Yeah. Roadhouse. Yeah. Yes. Roadhead. Oh, wow. Um, Jeez, this took a turn. Yeah. So... <laughs> When he was stitching himself up, the guy's like, ooh, nasty. And he's like, it's just a scratch. Also, the interesting thing about that, it sounds like it's a classy place that he was working in. And if the classy place that he worked at, some guy comes at him with a knife. Yeah, what's, what's this place going to be like? Gonna be like? The other place? Oh. Broken bottles? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's shocking, this this place. Okay. Unbelievably bad. It's like a prison riot every night. Um, and the bar's not much better either. The church is better. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. He, it's so strange. His character seems, it's, do you know when you get a character, like in They Live, where he's got all these one-liners, or, you know, uh, yes. Schwarzenegger always had these one-liners, and I'll you're supposed to be like, ooh, cool. Yes. I feel like that's what they're trying to do with Swayze's character. They're right. trying to give him all these cool one-liners, but yes. they don't really land, they don't really make sense, and the Delivery is such that you don't really get that they're supposed to be memorable one-liners, and well, you're just one left. That you remember from this film? I assume that one's going out later. That's coming yeah, out later. Okay. It's a couple from this film, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you do remember that from our conversation I do. from the that before. Bit I it's come back to me. Yeah, um, but you know, the, the it just because of the way they they're delivered or written or whatever, or the frequency of them. You, yes. it just leaves you going. Why do you say that? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Some, sometimes they have a line in a film where it's supposed to sound really badass and cool, but if you spend more than a second thinking about it, you're like, the fuck did that mean? Charles, get the rifle. We're being fucked. We're being fucked. Now, that was awesome. <laughs> that was, uh, to be honest, Lockstock has got some very memorable lines. That, yes, it does. And they land and they make sense they for do. the situation. But then you cut to something like uh, Blade 3. Blade yeah. 3. Yeah, I know what you mean. Where is he... Alright, where's these snipes? <laughs> what the f- Feed the world. Fuck off, Bob. That, the Doppler effect made that sound really off-key. <laughs> Feed uh, the world. It was pretty bad when they sang it the last. Well, I mean, even more even yes. more off-key. Um, so, yeah, when Wesley Snipes, Blade, shuffles yes. into the room for his boss fight with Dracula, yes. and Dracula says, Are you ready to die? And Blade goes, I was born ready. <laughs> Yes. I mean, I know what they're trying to do. I know what they're trying to do, but that just made it sound like Blade going, yeah, I know I'm going to lose this fight because I suck and I'm ready to die. But he's a vampire. Sort of. Dracula's the vampire, He's ready to suck. Ah. Like blood. Blade doesn't suck. Doesn't he? No. He's a daywalker. Ah. He's a good boy. (laughs) Sure, yes. He doesn't do stuff like that. Do you know what I mean, though? That's what I'm talking about. Daywalker just sounds like Streetwalker. Well, yeah, but in the the immediacy of it is, oh, that's that's cool. I was born ready. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. ready to. But if you spend a second thinking about it, you're going, what's that supposed to mean? That's just defeatism. And there's so much of that in this film okay. where he says something and you go, what? Do you know what I mean? The five thousand pounds a night. I, well, he says, I want you, and his response yeah. is, it's five thousand pounds a night. You're like, yeah. oh, wow. And he said, wait, which job? Oh, in which case, two and a half. <laughs> yeah. You or her? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's more yeah. for her. Um, 
And then, and this is a running thing through the whole film, Boss Hog says to Patrick Swayze, you know, I thought you'd be bigger. Right. That's what she said. Exactly. Yes. Name me your sex tip. Yeah. Uh, name of your sex movie, as Holt put it. Yes. Oh, but sad times. This is a running thing through the whole film, which doesn't really land with me because I... Is Patrick Swayze short? I didn't think he was particularly short. Do they mean bigger, like, yeah. girth? Yeah. Why do you have to use the word again? <laughs> like a horse. Is he? Jesus Christ, Kathy. <laughs> Dirty mice. Shut up. Broad. And broad like, across the shoulders is well, what he was Broad like a thinking. Yorkshire accent, or...? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so very broad. And I've Hench. written I have written here at the end of this conversation, why is macho stuff so homoerotic? Because it is. Because you keep talking about horses and girth. They they started it. Yes. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> he gives he has got a car. I don't know what kind of car it is, but he just drives up to sure. the car because he's driven away, has Patrick Swayze at this point. Right. New scene. Right, right. Cut. So he finished, finished the job, the old one, hands in his notice. Yes, he says did. Bye, sets up the new head bouncer yeah. saying, I don't know how we'll cope without you, Patrick. Uh, that and sort of thing happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, the guy outside still waiting and he left out the other door. Well, he, yes. So he drove off, it, parked up the car, got mm. out, threw his key at some guy Ooh. who was sitting in the court and he was like, wow. what do you want me to do with this? I'm not a valet. And he goes, jurors, keep it. And he's like, ooh. Right, so, I'm guessing it was a Skoda. Terrible no. cars. No, 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 it wasn't a Skoda. No. I don't know what it was. It was an American car, put it that way. Maybe he stole it. The one thing I really like about this film is the music, because really? the whole thing is like sort of blue bluegrass rock mm-hmm. sort of stuff, and I love that whole genre. It's really cool. Not a slide guitar going on. Sure, sure. Mustang Sally's in it. Not, uh-huh. the, not the woman, the, the song. Right. Really, really good music throughout okay. the whole okay. thing. So that's really fun. It just occurred to me I didn't tell you the plot, but I don't think it matters. Um... Basically, the plot is, it's that generic plot line of there's a rich guy in town who's trying to close down the community centre or whatever, and then the new guy rolls into town and stops it. That's the plot. Right. You've seen it a thousand times. Yes. Yeah. It gets made fun of in South Park as well. Yes. Isn't that effectively, we were just talking about this earlier with the um, uh, Dukes of Hazard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dukes yeah. of Hazard. Mm. Um, they did a, a satire of it in... Uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Right. That was so funny. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so that's the plot. So he's throwing some keys at some unsuspecting person yeah. and giving them his car. Yeah. Well, we're assuming the keys of the car and he hasn't just yeeted some keys at someone's face saying, these are your keys now. And he's like, oh, awesome. Tries to get in the car. Woo! The car <laughs> gets arrested, gets yeah. beaten to death in the cells. The yeah. end. Um, so he goes to the double juice. Yes. And it's an absolute shithole. Right. There's some aggressive looking bikers outside, Ooh. which Patrick doesn't fancy. I'm a big fan of bikers, assuming they're not like neo-Nazis or drug dealers. But, you know. Right. It's an absolute dump. Patrick Swayze smoked cigarettes. Oh, well, you could film that kind of stuff back then. And the bikers were like, oh, he's a tough guy because he smokes cigarettes that you can legally buy in shops when you're an adult. Yeah, tough Ooh, guy. For now, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as Patrick is walking into the bar, some dude gets the bums rush out of the bar. Yes. Yeah, so he watches him sail past, and he's like, yeah, fuck you. And uh, he goes in. There's a band on stage doing live music. 
in a cage. Yes. Because the audience are just throwing beer bottles at the oh, right, at okay. the chicken wire and yeah, shouting, yeah, 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 yeah. play Ooh. Britney Spears or whatever. Before Britney Spears was born? Play Taylor Actually, Swift. No, she's about the same age as us, isn't she? she? She's a year older than us. A year older. I know. I would argue we've had a better life. Um, well, we haven't had like power of attorney over us for like ninety percent of it, or had our kids taken off us, or yeah. had people turn up and tell us, "Oh, you're not actually married to this guy," and then divorcing us without so much as a yes, God Almighty. Anyway, Patrick Swayze goes in and he's like surveying, he's assessing. <laughs> he's gone in there with the old, like one of these little hats on, mm-hmm. surveying the scene, clipboard, yeah, high vis vest. He looks over at the bo- the band. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't get much more homeroerotic. Young man. And a police officer? Is, it, is that right? What is it? It's a Native American. Yeah. Uh, a builder, a yeah. police officer, a sailor, and a... Army? No? I don't know. What is it? Oh, I don't know. What fireman. Must be. No, or a lumberjack. Not, it's not a fireman. It's not a lumberjack. Oh my god! I can't remember what Are the fifth. Are there only that many? There There's four? five. Hang on, let's 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 Google the village people. It's not like we're in the middle of something. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, yeah. Village people. Uh, cowboy. So, wow, they've got a cowboy and an Indian and an army dude. There's six. Oh, and a biker. What? God damn! Oh, hang well, on, hang on, hang on. It's literally a village. No, they don't have a sailor because they sang in the navy. Maybe it's a marine. No, he's just a soldier. Yeah, but a soldier can be a marine. No, he's not a. No, look at him. Oh yeah, he doesn't look like a marine. He no. is what you would call a grunt. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I like the biker. That is a hell of an outfit. Which one's the biker? Um, this one. <laughs> Which one's the biker? Oh wow! Holy shit! It's Sam Elliott. <laughs> How very dare you? Where the fuck were we? Um. Um. He's gone into the bar, surveying the scene. And he recognizes the lead singer. Oh. So he looks really happy. He's like, oh my god, it's friend. Steve. Oh, Page friend. Band friend. Oh, yeah. friend. Exactly. He has a friend. Isn't that nice? Oh. <clears throat> Meanwhile, a fight breaks out over here. Uh-huh. And he overhears one of the bouncers going, ah, oh, fuck them, they're brothers. They're kicking the shit out of each Again, other. But a erotic movie. None of my business. I don't mean they're brothers like Jive Turkey. I mean that they're related to each other. Understood. Yeah. Just to be clear. They weren't being racist. They were just going like, ah, they're brothers. Let them fight it out. That hadn't even crossed my mind. I was just a bit worried. Okay. That you might think that they were racist rather than just utterly incompetent. I mean, it was, I guess, the late <clears throat> 80s, which is still, was, well, I mean, to be honest, still a problem now. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was it they said in, in the office uh, before racism was bad? <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 So the fight breaks in. Um, and we overhear... One of the greatest compliments I've ever heard bestowed. Uh, a man says to a woman, God damn, you're a put-together woman. I mean, that's Maybe, quite a compliment. Was it Mrs. Potato Head? Or <laughs> oh, wow. A Bride of Frankenstein. Spoos, yeah. Spoos. Spoos, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think it is... I mean, I suppose the other thing is they didn't necessarily need to say woman at the end of it. You're a put-together you're well put together. Yeah. I mean, you can say that to anyone. And I mean, considering some of the other things that get said to women in this bar, that's that's quite, <clears throat> you know, that's pretty high that up guy's there. a gentleman, uh, relatively. That's the equivalent of leaving a box of dairy milk. But again, it's not really going to get you anywhere. 
you would have thought. I think it might have, because I believe she might have been a professional. Oh, okay. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. There's drug dealing going on. Ooh. There's uh, all sorts of so he's illegal all things. So these individual illegal things going, ooh. He's like... I'm going to be earning my five grand a night here. He's taking it all in. Mm. And he's just taking it all in this night, but he keeps taking it all in because he sees other infractions later on. But the thing is, it depends whether or not the guy has essentially hired him to essentially just make this money making or he's trying to make it legit. He's trying to make it legit. Right. He doesn't. He has come into some money, says Boss Hog, and this is right. a little like um, yeah, or a pet project for him. Right. He wants to do up this bar. <clears throat> I think he he's invested in. Yes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. He wants it to be a swinging joint, man. Yeah. That's why through the car key the way. Why? Oh, swing. <laughs> Ugh. No. Considering the fella he threw it to. There's um. Oh, see, right. He's assessing it all. Uh, there's 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 thugs. Drugs and CSWs. Right. Okay. Which is yeah. the sequel to Planes, Planes Trains, Trains and, and Automobiles. Yeah. Um, and the current bouncer is fucking vicious. If you so much as like sneeze and no one says bless you, the current bouncer's like, I'll kill you! And like beats, beats wow, him to a bloody pulp issues, yeah. in the middle of the bar, sort of thing. So he's not he's not great. And then he he's comes over. He comes over to Swayze then and he's like, You drink or get out. Um. <laughs> I remember someone telling me they were in a pub and effectively that happened. Actually, I think Buy a drink or get out. It's a pub near here. Um, I'm not going to say where here is because I'm not going to dox you. Don't dox me. Um, dox me They'll friend. find me. Yeah. Uh, and I, I looked at it for uh, just really can't remember because I thought, oh, we could go to a pub. Um, uh, us three could go to a pub or something like that. And then it just said, yeah, the barkeep, effectively um, they, they got um, like some drinks and then they were there for like half an hour. They had just about finished their drinks. And then the barkeep came over and said, if you're not drinking, get out. I <laughs> just like in a pub. You, sir, have no concern for my liver. Yeah. Also, one of us is the designated driver. Mm-hmm. So, get fucked. Mmm. Good cashews. Tasty. Mmm. So, why are you surveying? Yes. So, this guy runs up to him and said, You're not drinking. You, fuck off. Mm-hmm. And I think then there's a bit of a, Do you not know who that is? That's Dalton. <gasps> the Dalton? Yeah. Mm hmm. There's a nice little waitress and she introduces herself. Her name's Carrie Ann. She okay. seems nice. Okay, okay, yeah. She pops She's up from time CSW, to time. Though. She's a waitress. Right. She can be both. In a cocktail bar. This does not sound like a cocktail bar. This sounds like a Budweiser only bar. And she's got a tray of drinks. Mm. And the head on this pint that they've poured is like half the glass. I mean, that's robbery. Yes. Jesus, although if they're bringing me Budweiser, I want as little of that shit. empty glass. Mm-hmm, exactly. Is the glass half full or half empty? Too much Budweiser in it. Mm. Yeah, because you're still an optimist if you're like, it's half empty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Boss Hog. Like Blue Moon. Blue Moon. Is that the one they put an orange in? Yeah. Mm. Shock tops, but uh, they put an orange in that too. Oh. Well, you live and you learn. Mm. So Boss Hog goes to use the phone. And he notices behind the payphone, mm-hmm. it says on the wall, for a great fuck call, and then your number. Ha! Boom. No, Nailed just it. says a number. And he's looking at it while he's waiting. For, bring, bring. He's looking at it. Sound of the police. And he gets, a, <laughs> he gets his pen out, and he changes fuck to Buick. Oh, right. Nice. I quite like it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a nice but he's be He must have been there before. I mean, how did he just buy this place? 
I don't know. I think he's from that town and he decided I'm going to do this place up. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Sure, sure. And, uh, it. you know, you're looking around the bar with Patrick. You're looking at what Patrick's looking at. And it's so effectively, just... it's point of view. Uh-huh, or uh-huh. you see him in it. POV. Okay. Where you're looking around this bar and it's, uh, oh my God, all the dudes have mullets. Yes. And moustaches. And all the women. <laughs> They're all carrying a fish. <laughs> mullet. He's got flounder. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it's just like Finding Nemo. No. That was a, wasn't that a flounder? Yeah. A flounder? I don't know. I think Dory was, no, Dory was a Dory, wasn't she? Duh. <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, all the dudes have mullets and all the women are that very, um, what what used to get called rock sluts. Right. Really stick thin. Yeah. The kind Dark I described. Hair blonde hair. Kind of, oh, blonde. No, you're thinking of modern rock sluts. Back in the day, a rock slut was blonde, oh. stick thin, um, like... Um, Don't say Dolly Parton. No, uh, like Kim Bassinger. Right. In the 80s. Kim Bassinger's a stunning looking woman. I'm not say, having a go. Yeah, yeah. She just Most sprung to mind. Most people might have a go. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yeah, she's great. Do you know she was engaged to Prince? What, she tried calling him and he didn't pick up? Probably not. He's very busy. Engaged to Prince? She was engaged to him. They didn't oh. get married. I mean, he didn't really strike me. He was well into women. Was he? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. If you listen to Prince's stuff, it is very, very clear that he is heterosexual to the bone. One bone in particular. Right. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I really don't know much about Prince. Not as much as you do. Prince. May he rest, rest in, in peace. peace as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking roll call of dead people, this film. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry, I went off at a tangent again. So he catches up with the musician, the, mm. the, the lead musician of mm-hmm, the band. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. He's out of the cage now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Dalton got in the cage to chat to him because the set's over. Maybe it's like a dual use thing. I mean, it sounds like a really rough bar. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's for cage fighting. They don't need a cage fight because everyone's fighting in the bar. Okay. Fights break out all the time. Mm-hmm. In fact, a massive fight's about to break out. Mm-hmm. So, um, words getting spread around the bar that Dalton's here, Patrick Swayze, mm-hmm. and they're talking to each other. And they're like, "Do you know who that is?" That's Dalton. No way. Dalton? Yeah, Dalton. Yeah. It's like, oh, I heard he killed someone. Um, ripped his throat clean out. And they're like, no way. Wow. That's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I guess the head bouncer was like, oh, shit, I'm going to be pushed out my job. Oh, he his brain doesn't function like that. Ah, okay. Um, or at all, for that matter. Mm. He's kind of a, a... I guess it was funny at the time, but, you know, not for the woman involved. But anyway... Guy gets to cop a feel of uh, CSW's chest and then reveals that he doesn't have any money. Right. Um, fight breaks out. Uh, a fight over boobs breaks out. That's what I wrote here. <laughs> yeah. And there's absolute chaos. Everyone's fighting everybody. Everybody's punching, smashing bottles over heads. A woman gets punched in the face. Wrong place at the wrong time. I think she was like, leave Morris alone. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boss hog. Summons Patrick Swayze. Oh. And Patrick's like, it's going to be at least seven grand a night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much. Yeah. He's like, you know, let's deal with this situation. Mm-hmm. Here's another example where he's supposed to have like a one-liner and it doesn't quite land. Right. But I think someone tries to get him to fight and he won't again. Oh, right. It's like he's... in support your local sheriff. It's like, no, no, I'm good. 
there's there's a reference to support your local sheriff later on as well yeah and the guy goes to him like i've heard of you i thought you had balls to fill a dump truck but I'm not seeing any of that. And That's Patrick, a medical condition. And Patrick Swayze's response is, opinions vary. That, yeah, it's pretty weird. It's not really a, a zinger, mm. is it? Opinions vary. He's very um, zen, mm. this sounds, guy. Sounds. But anyway, um, and the musician warns this guy. He's like, you watch out for him. He's a tough guy. He's a bad boy. But nobody's impressed so far. Mm-hmm. But his reputation precedes him. He doesn't need to go around kicking everybody in the nards because, or in the knee. That's his like signature move right in the side. It's a pretty effective way of taking someone out of a fight. Mm-hmm. That's what Swayze says. Mm. He says, no matter how big the guy is, you kick him, you, you go, you like chop him in the knee or whatever he said, the mm. technical term, mm. he'll go down. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And someone else gave him shit because he drove a BMW to the bar. Yes, and it's, it's a German car. It's a European car. And someone, one of the bikers outside was like, get an American car or something to that effect. Like, why don't you get a Detroit car or something? I don't I want it to be able to be able to drive me back to New York where the other club is. Well, that's exactly it. He used the BMW to traverse America. Yeah, yeah. But now that he's there, he decides he's just going to get an old banger because he knows that everybody's going to... That's going to knife the tyres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So he doesn't want his BMW getting damaged. Sure. So he gets... So he gave it to a tramp. He gets an American car. Don't know what kind of car it was. All I can tell you is that right, it had right. a, a hood ornament. Oh, yeah, which, like some, uh, let me guess, uh, bullhorns. No. Oh. It looked like a hula hoop. Oh. The crisp. That's weird. I don't know what kind of car it was. An opal. If you put it. Oh, yeah. I if, don't know. I have no idea. That's it. That's a hula hoop. Okay. If you put a gun to my head and said, guess this type of car based on the shape, I would go with Impala. But I don't think Impalas have a hood ornament. No idea. No idea. Also, that wasn't a joke about Impalas. I literally have no idea. If it did have a hood ornament, you would expect it to be an Impala, wouldn't you? Yes. Rather than a hula hoop. But I yes. don't know. I don't know cars. Seems fair. So he buys his um, hula hoop car and he drives it to a farm where he meets a garden gnome called Emmett. <laughs> okay. I assume he's the farmer. He was standing next to a pond with a fishing rod. No, he wasn't really. He was... That wasn't a fishing rod. <laughs> <laughs> he was He was doing some farming shit. Right, sure. Here. I mean, on a farm, it's okay. But Patrick... But all is revealed when Patrick Swayze says, I'm here about the room for rent. Right. Right. He takes him... He's like, oh yeah, I'll show you uh, the room. And I'll they go... I'll take you upstairs. They go upstairs in a barn... It's like a converted barn, right? Sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Upstairs to mm-hmm. this little apartment, okay. a little uh, bed sit sort of thing. Uh, okay. It is fucking lovely. Mm-hmm. It's a hipster paradise. There's exposed brick. There's a little wood burner stove. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. no TV. There's no like, you know, mod cons. There's the worst T.S. Eliot on the shelves. Probably. Nice. The big, big like window. Vistas. Like, big massive windows. You can swing it out. There's, it's not a balcony. It's the roof of the. The mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. porch of the dawn, whatever, mm-hmm. a, a barn. Beautiful views of a big I lake. The rent's probably going to be really low. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. A hundred pound a month. Or dollars even. Dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Which Parking. at the time would have been fifty pounds a month. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Um, acro- there's a big lake, and then across from the lake, there's a big like I believe Americans call them McMansions. 
So they're looking at this converted barn. It's super nice. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. And then the next thing. Hello, baby. Ooh. Hello, sweetheart. And now a cat interlude. <laughs> so a helicopter flies in. To the McMansion? To the McMansion. Mm. It spooks all the horses. Ah, oh, some douches. Yeah. And the... The... The, the gnome. The farmer. Emma. Yeah. Yeah, farmer Emmett. He's like, God damn it, dear, I swear he just does that to annoy me. Patrick Swayze he does really. try and decrease the land value. Mm, potentially. Mm-hmm. Patrick Swayze feels a real simpatico with Emmett because they're both simple folk, you know? Simple needs, simple pleasures. Working men. Meanwhile, this dickhead in the helicopter looks exactly like the Del Monte man. Right. Yeah? He's mm-hmm. got the whole suit, the hat. Yeah. Smug look in his face. Ugh. My pineapples are better than yours. So I think we've been introduced to our main villain. Mm -hmm. The smug Del Monte man. Mm -hmm. Living in his big mansion. So Patrick Swayze's getting a real feel for the town. And he's got somewhere to live. Mm -hmm. And he's got his hula hoop car. He's all set. He's all set for business. Mm -hmm. We're back in the double deuce. Mm -hmm. Boss Hog is laying out his plans. He's got like architectural. Is this during the door? During the day. During the day. So no customers. Mm-mm. Just staff. Staff meeting. Mm-hmm. He's got his plans for the layout of the bar. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it goes better than the student bar of um, our former, my former yes, employer. Yes, yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. And your current, because it's about as well laid out as a Munich beer hall. But anyway. Yeah. And. He's laying out his big plans and then he's like, and our new head of security, our cooler, is Dalton. And Dalton takes the floor and he is dressed like Steve Jobs, presumably because he knew he was going to have to do a presentation. Yeah, round glasses, steel rim round glasses. He didn't have the glasses on, but he had the black t-shirt and the black jeans. Right. And the, I think he's wearing boots. I didn't really see, but he's like. Yeah. And. um, in fashion. So he strolls in and he does the classic thing you do if you've taken over as a new manager. He immediately fires somebody. He's yes. like, you, Morgan, you're fired. You don't have the right temperament for a bouncer. The one who, like, if you snap pencil... Yeah, 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 yeah. crazy, crazy loco dude. Yeah. Yes. To which he is told, you're a dead man. Okay. Patrick. Well, give it 50 years. Patrick don't care. Oh, Patrick, I mean that. <laughs> Patrick's response to this is, you're fired as well. Because we don't want people dealing drugs in the bar. So get the fuck out. Mm. So one of the waitresses get fired as well. Oh. Not Carrie Ann. She's legit. And he he's, might have been doing it to support a family. Um, we'll do it somewhere else. We're not dealing drugs mm. on the premises. Okay. No so, warning. Straight out. Straight out. One strike. And he says, My way or the highway. Ooh. And it's considering they're in a the roadhouse. I'm sure he stood around patting himself in the back for coming out with such a cool line as well. It's my way or the highway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he That's ro- ironic, considering as he just fired someone who sold drugs. Oh, the highway! To the danger zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's like, here's the plan. It's too many ruffians. He doesn't say ruffians. I'm saying ruffians because <laughs> I'm from the 1800s, apparently. Yes, yes. There says, are a lot of cads coming in here. Yeah, and some binders as well. Yes. <laughs> Something must be done. Yeah. Um, and he's, he lays out his three simple rules for being a bouncer, which are never underestimate your opponent. 
hit hard, hit fast, hit once. Uh, no Wait. mercy. Yeah. Yeah. Karate Kid? Yes, Cobra yes, Kai. Excellent. Yeah, strike hard, strike fast, no mercy. Yeah. Well, no. Second of all, always take it outside. Don't fight people in the bar. Take it outside. Great things. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And rule number three, be nice. Did he used to work at McDonald's or something? <laughs> Smile, please. Have a nice day. No. Be nice. If someone's giving you grief, don't immediately punch them in the face in yes, the bar. de-escalate. De-escalate. Be mm. nice. Invite them to come outside. Be nice. Yes. And he says, and then the guy says, um, oh, this is such a dumb line. It really doesn't work. Which guy? He goes, no, no, no. One of the, one of the staff Minions. says like, uh, he's like, be nice. What if someone calls me a cocksucker? And Patrick Swayze responds with something like, that's your job. <laughs> Not his. Uh, um, he has a different job. Uh, Steve Jobs. He's Steve Jobs. He says, he says, you do nothing. It's just two, two words. It's a, no, what does he say? He says it's a noun. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But it's more philosophical what he says. Nothing. It's just a noun and a verb conjoined together to elicit a response. What a knob. That's exactly the response he's looking for. Wow. Yeah. What a knob. Yeah. And then he says, the, the guy, like everybody else sort of goes, mm, yeah. <laughs> and then goes away and goes, that meant absolutely nothing. That means nothing. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, no. And yeah. And then he said, the guy goes, well, what if he calls my mama a whore? And Patrick Swayze responds, is she? Yes. Wow, what a line. Damn. I think what he meant was, well, is your mama a whore? No. Then why would you care about somebody calling your mama a whore? Damn. Also, it's an honest living. So, yeah. this is his point. He is the cooler. And somebody says, how do I know when to stop being nice? And he's like, you is look at... Is that why people see, keep trying to put bottles in it? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, damn. I mean broken bottles. Uh, that's even worse. Stop doing that. Yeah. Um, okay. It says, how do I know when to stop being nice? And he's like, you look at me and I will tell you, like non-verbally. I'll nod at you or something like yes. that. Because you don't do anything without my say-so. I'm the cooler. Patrick and getting stabbed. Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> Patrick He's like nods. in the bathroom somewhere. He's like, eh? <laughs> I just could have sworn I heard my name. Pretty Except sure my name isn't Patrick. It's sure Dalton. smell blood. But whatever. Yes. I can smell fire. I think you mean smoke. Yes. Uh, no. no. Um, so it's the first night. With the new rules. Yes. Um, I have some very confused customers. Patrick Swayze's observing again. Oh, surveying. Yeah, he's surveying. Very mm-hmm. good, Jim. He's got his be high vis on. Yeah. Um, he notices that the barman's skimming off the <laughs> off he's the. He's just throwing stones across the beer. No, he's the... not skimming. He's skimming the till. Okay. Yeah, that's not cool. Nope. Um, and then a young lady decides she's going to dance on the table. For what? money. I think so. And um Which table? Only one table? No, one the table she's sitting at. Right. Of the many tables. Oh. So she gets up onto the table and is giving it woo and he's dancing. Okay. And he That's says kind of dangerous, especially in high heels. He says How do you get down? Uh, she had a man who encouraged her to do it, so presumably he can help her get down. What? No, he was like, Go on, Betsy. Show them what you got. Yeah. And then everyone, all the lads Is are like, like 90? 
Betsy. <laughs> yeah, well, she did have trouble getting up and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and so, of course, um, Patrick, um, you know, Dalton, yes, Dalton yeah. Swayze, says, Hank, to one of the bouncers, Yes. get her down off the table. Okay. It's not the kind of place no, where we run it. puts baby on the table. Yeah, get baby off the table. Yeah, no one puts table. baby on the table. Hank goes over and, tra- and says, hey, buddy, get, get her down off the table. Yeah. Buddy immediately escalates. And fight. Oh, shit. Patrick goes over to settle the situation. He grabs Buddy by the hair and smashes his face off the table. Buddy yes. is down. He puts a hand out and helps the young lady what off the gentleman. table. And everybody's like... <clears throat> Badass. You're paying for that table. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out of your pay. Coming out of your pay. Yeah, you're cleaning that blood off the floor. Yeah, and that Throughout all of this, there is what looks like a Barbie doll of a human being, you know, yes. aesthetics-wise and chest-wise. can't remember her name. It wasn't Margot Robbie. Robbie. Okay. No, it's a, a 1980s... She looked plastic. Yes. Right, 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 right. But more importantly, she looks very predatory. I think... We were supposed to get the feeling that she was attracted to Dalton, but she looked like she wanted to just kill him and eat him. Fair enough. Very cat-like. Yeah, I know people who've got cat-like eyes. Well, not that. It was the look she was giving him. (laughs) Yes. You'd expect her pupils to go boop and then wiggle her bum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of, she's behind you. Uh Uh-oh. Don't you dare fall out that window. Meet me. She's talking to the cat, not me, just so people know. Ripley. 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 <laughs> she fucking adores me. <laughs> She's like completely blanking you. She does. She doesn't give a shit. She's rude. Anyway, where were yes. we? Um, uh, off she, the table. So Maybe she's very... She's looking at him very predatory. Predatory, yeah. So yeah. she's she's the predator. Two more people get fired. So one of the bouncers was, was riding some woman consensually out in the storeroom. And uh, Swayze's like, you... And take your lady friend with you. Right. You're fired. And he fires the lad who's been skimming the tip. I was going to say, I would have thought he would have been fired first. I hope he gave a bonus to the guy who got punched in the face. Because essentially he said, whatever you do, you can't escalate it until you look at me. So the guy's just like literally defenseless and just gets cracked in the face for one. No, it's just part of the job. I'm I'm not sure if that's true. It it is in this bar. Okay. Yeah. So the skimmer, the skimmer's like... Um, Did he empty his pockets on the way out? Or no, he didn't. He was he like, let him take the money. Yeah, he let him take the money, and he said, "Consider it your severance pay." Right, that's generous considering this is not his bar. And um, somebody's like, "Oh, you know, I think it's Boss Hogs." Like, yeah, we're getting somewhere. We're making some progress here. It's going Save well. Money because mm-hmm. I'll be paying anyone anymore. And uh, there was no bloodshed tonight. Well, apart from the guy got punched in the face. None of our staff had any bloodshed. Hank's a tough guy. I guess, a... I guess it's a, it's a good day when your your staff haven't been like bleeding. Anyway. Like in ER, yeah, mm-hmm. or A and E. But um, Swayze says it'll get worse before it gets better. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is reasonable. He's a very uh, moody, pensive, quiet type. Yeah. Which women love, apparently. Especially blonde, predatory women. Apparently, yeah. But um. You know they say still waters run deep? They do. Mm. But as I said when I was a very young child, it doesn't mean there's anything in there though. <laughs> That's true, yes. Yeah. Anyway, so he comes out, he totally called it, 
his hula hoop car has been trashed. All the tires are flat. The front window has been smashed. You know. So thank God he didn't have his BMW out there. Sure. Yeah. He goes back to his loft. He walked. No, he drove the car. It was because he. There was a scene before where he filled the entire boot with spare tires, and you're like, "Huh, that's strange. I wonder why he's stocking up on on spare tires." We know why. Three for two. Four, in fact, he got. Four for two. He got four Bargain. for two. Yep. Del Monte man is having a party on his McMansion across the lake. Oh, I wouldn't call this a soiree. Oh. Women are taking their tops off. <gasps> Sounds like soirees I get to. I see. Very nice. <laughs> nice. Um, Patrick Swayze's trying to read a book, a legit book. It's not like you. The Hungry T.S. Caterpillar. Elliot. Yeah, he's reading T.S. Eliot equivalent. Yeah. With his top off. Yeah. For the ladies. Yeah. And uh, and he's got jeans on as well. Yeah. Jeans and no top. Classic yes. look. Yes, yes, yeah. it is. It is. From the 1980s. Yeah. And he looks across the lake and all these people are wooing at this okay. party. And the predatory woman's there. Is she? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I don't really understand because what confuses me through the whole film is the Del Monte man looks about 60 years old. But the film is trying to convince you he's the same age as like Patrick Swayze and, and predatory woman. Which doesn't make any sense. And it's one of those things where you're sitting there through the whole thing going, is no one else seeing this? I feel like I'm taking yes. crazy pills. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Hugh Hefner kind of thing. Yes, there is an element of that. Why mm. was I thinking about that recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes up later. Right. Because I was th- thinking of that exact thing later. Right. Um, in the morning, Carrie Anne, the nice waitress, yes, turn just turns up in his loft, just walks right in while he's asleep in bed. Right. And she's like, oh, "Yeah, brought you some breakfast," and he sort of goes, "Oh." Because he just, he was asleep, you know. Right. He's not a morning guy. I mean, I suppose in that job you wouldn't be. He just gets out of bed, stark bollock naked. Has he got big balls? You don't see his balls. You well, see they're, his, not, they, they're not dump truck then. You see his wee tush. Me, me. Right. Bear ass. Oh, I've spelt bear wrong. <laughs> you spelt it as in like it's a really hairy <laughs> ass. Yeah. I wrote bear like the animal. But only his ass is hairy. But I wrote it in capital letters, so what? I just looked down and saw a bear ass. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Why has he got a bear's ass on the wall? Anyway, <coughs> he looks like a Diet Coke ad. He puts his jeans on, leaves some sort what, of... he doesn't put any boxes on first? Nope. Ooh. He pulls on some denim jeans and he doesn't yeah, buckle them. Yeah, I don't them. know about that. And I, it just, and he's no top he's on. He's chafe. Jeans chafe. It's just because there's a woman there. He doesn't want her well, seeing his bits. Well, he clearly just got up butt naked. She was there mm-hmm. and then he decided to put some trousers on. I think that ship has flown. She only saw his bum. Bums are fine. Nothing. Nothing. That what? ship has flown. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't even have to point that out. I totally would have let that fly because I assumed you meant like the Starship Enterprise. It flies. Sure, okay. It's fine. <clears throat> wow. Gold. Yeah. I'm going to live on that one for a week. I wasn't paying attention because I was thinking about Patrick Swayze and a Diet Coke ad. Right, okay, fine. 11.30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she warns them. Ooh. It's a bit cold out. No. No. She says. Oh. No. She doesn't insult him. She says, you know, I, don't, I think you're underestimating how dangerous the situation is. Ooh. 
you know. What kind of breakfast, more importantly, did she get him? Oh, it was disgusting. No, she brought him a coffee and some sort of... Bear claw. It looked round like a muffin. Yeah, the bear ass. Ah. It looked like an English muffin. Okay. But it was really soggy. And <laughs> Patrick, like, lifted the paper to look at it and went, ugh, flipped it off. Not flipped it off, but, like, yeah, yeah. batted it off. That's rude. And drank, drank the coffee. Frankly, I think what she did was rude because she wasn't invited. She walked right into his bedroom where he was naked, woke him up, yeah, and then he was offered naked him some. in a bed. In his bed. All right, yeah. fine. Well, I am just going to come round to your house, kick the front door in, run up the stairs, burst into your bedroom and be like, you can't be mad at me for waking you up because I brought you soggy pastry. <laughs> <laughs> you I shouldn't mean, have been mad at me the time I did okay. that because I brought on you the, a disgusting breakfast. my passport. Mm. Um, but on the flip side, she has gone to warn him that potentially he's actually in a more dangerous situation than he knows. Obviously, he's a surveyor and actually knows this. And she's just using that as an excuse to go around and see him. I think she just wanted to see his naked arse. Yeah. Like everyone else in that bar seemed to want to. Mm. Somebody does say later, your butt is mine. <laughs> so, mm. your butt is mine. Do, 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 do. That's a Michael Jackson she's song. She's dancing like the um, <laughs> thing in Candy Shack. I was dancing more like I had fleas, actually. Oh. Anyway, <clears throat> the Del Monte man is driving somewhere. And he's just fucking wee steering oh, the car yeah, yeah. he's just veering all over the road and he's listening to like cliff Country richard-esque music. Oh, music yeah it's ridiculous really a bad person we're all going meanwhile there's like children bouncing off the bonnet and... well patrick swayze nearly bounced off his bonnet because patrick was driving sensibly on the side of the in road in his hula hoop car yeah. and had to like away off to get away from this dickhead right. just driving all over mm. the road what an asshole mm-hmm. Um, Where's Highway Patrol when you need him? I know. Well, this like this guy's he's like boss hog from. Yeah, 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 yeah. He owns the police. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So obviously, Patrick Swayze's car was a bit trashed, so he's had to go to the garage right. to talk to Big Red in the garage. Right, the communist. But he's Ginger, so he should be called Ginger, but they call him Red. Okay. Red's garage, or whatever garage. Yes. And he goes to buy a new, like, aerial. And he needs a new windscreen as well. But he has to order one in. So he's sure. waiting on the windscreen. Right. Um, and they're having a chat. There's a bit of, you know... Um, why have you lived here for so long? Blah, 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 blah. Da, da, da. Whatever. The Del Monte man comes in. And he's got a sidekick. Uh-huh. Who's... Um, I, I kept calling him Pretty Boy Floyd. His name's Jimmy. But he's really... He's a pretty boy. Right. He's like, um... Philip Hammond. If, um... What do you call that perfume brand? Ooh, Paco. Dior? If Paco, Re- Paco Rabanne... Paco Rabanne, yes. We're going to do an advert. Right. With the cowboy in it. He looks like a kind of effeminate sailor. Yes. There you go. I don't understand how that is supposed to sell... Perfume? Well, I guess I... perfume. It's not called perfume if a man wears it, though, is it? Cologne. Yes. I would love to work in advertising in the perfume industry because I would do the best perfume advert anyone has ever seen. Do you know how my perfume advert would go? It would Blank go. It, late. it would go. What? No. It would go. Oh. Pss, 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 rub, 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 rub. Goes to work. Colleague leans over and goes, Oh, you smell nice. What's that? It's my new perfume. 
It's DKNY's Golden Delicious. That is really nice it perfume. Like apples. It smells like apples. It's yes. really nice perfume. Thank you. Yes, you smell nice. Thank you. Yes. The end. Okay. I don't need a fucking snow globe that smashes in black and white on a tiled floor and then a, a woman. Artsy. I don't need any of that shit. I don't know how it smells. How does the perfume smell? That's true. You can yeah. do all the shit. You can have Charlize Theron emerge from a pool of gold with a gold necklace on, but unless she says this smells perfume. Like <laughs> this perfume smells like ass. <coughs> Look Sorry, what you did. Funny. You made me choke. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not finishing that sentence. Some of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. Unless she says, Dior, it smells quite fruity and a bit citrusy. Oh, kind of like a sommelier. Yes. Yeah, they need a sommelier and perfume adverts. They don't need Johnny Depp to go into the desert at night to go bring on a guitar that's not plugged into anything and then and then bury all his jewellery, presumably so Amber Heard doesn't get it. Yes. In the divorce settlement. Yes. It's ridiculous. I just want to know how it smells. This I can't is why you have to go to um like a uh, either a department store, most of which are now closed. Um, yep. Or a perfumery. No, I was going to say airport. Yes. And then just get like chemical sprayed. Yeah. Oh, fuck, where are we? Um, uh, oh, yeah. Perfume <clears throat> dude is backing up Del Monte. That's the one. So now we know Del Monte man's got a, a pretty boy bouncer backup guy. Yeah. Bouncer. I. Uh, d- right. boy. <laughs> he, d- he doesn't look like a tough guy. He looks like George Michael. He wow. does not look like a tough guy. Yeah. Mm. Sure, okay. And wasn't George like Michael seemed like a nice fellow. Apparently he was a very nice guy. Yeah. Pretty funny too. Because they were saying to him about, oh, you know, about you, you know, getting arrested. Yeah. On Hampstead Heath. And he went, oh, you mean the time I got caught? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently he also donated loads of money to charity. Oh, I dare say. That's the thing I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So uh, the gnome is... Uh, nosying he right so he's also the gnome is also at the he's garage the, he's the farmer oh Patrick's gone back to the farm right so Del Monte man is now at the farm Del Monte man went into the garage where Swayze was buying bits for his car yes Swayze left but Del Monte man stayed because obviously he was going to like shake down red for protection money or whatever I think right. it was a, like Oh, it's a pretty nice garage you've got here. Yes. It'd be a shame if anything were to happen yes. to it. You know, sure, sure, sure. Like okay. a fire. So, meanwhile, so Patrick's gone back to his house mm. and is doing Tai Chi with his shirt off uh-huh. in the by the lake. Very Colin Firth. He had a shirt on, but it was like a wet t-shirt contest. Might as well not have had the shirt on, I'd imagine. That's the point of a wet t-shirt contest. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> They go see-through. They do, yeah. Yeah, you may not be aware. More water. More water. (laughs) So he's given it... Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Emmett is just standing there, like, wiping the sweat sweat from his brow. Wow, this is such a film. And he's all vaseline What, Emmett? No. Oh. Swayze. Right. I think we're supposed to think that the Thai cheese made him sweat, but that seems unlikely. Yeah, it's not exactly like cardio workout. No. So he's all Vaseline-y. And the Del Monte man's on the other side of the lake and he's watching too. You're like, what is going on? 
They're all flustered. They're all like, I mean, this I know really this. Weird. I know this guy is now my enemy and all this, but god damn, he's hot. <laughs> sure, he's one this, sexy this enemy. It's like in um, <laughs> Robot Chicken when um, hands frozen in carbonite. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, Boba Fett's given yeah. it like, what's that? You don't want to fight anymore? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, yeah okay. <laughs> yeah. Patrick goes to work now that he's finished giving it. Yeah, but I mean, as soon as he puts a shirt on, that Vaseline's going to come off and ruin that shirt. It's going to be all sticky as well. Yeah. It's going to be all. Yeah. Uh, However, if someone rugby tackles him, it's going to slip off. <laughs> Squip. Yeah. No <laughs> way. Yeah, exactly. Away. Yeah. We're just left with a sticky t-shirt. Yeah. That Turkish wrestling that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> he goes into work, goes into the office. I sounded like um, butthead there when I went. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> I sounded yeah, like yeah, I was yeah, laughing. Yeah. Anyway, um, and the barman who was skimming, yes, he's in there. Turns out, yeah, he is a lackey of the Del Monte man. Right. So he's there, like either you give me my job back, or someone you're gonna find a you're gonna find a guess a where all pineapple. your whiskey comes from. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So he can, but you know the whole like you'll never work in this town again, you'll never get whiskey in this town yes. again because Del Monte man controls yes. the supply. So that's the situation they're in. <laughs> I mean, how difficult is that going to be? You just drive out of state, buy some whiskey, and bring that, it back. That's what Patrick Swayze does. Oh, he just has his mate bring him some whiskey. Right. Oh, what the the songer? So not songer. No, he's got more Musician. than one mate. Oh, he's got several mates. Oh, friends. He calls him. He calls Patrick Swayze, <laughs> Chicken Dick. <laughs> What does that mean? Because a chicken is a cock. So yes. he just called him cock dick. <laughs> sure, yeah. How bizarre. <laughs> I was flustered and was trying to insult somebody. <laughs> I just had to stop myself because the insult that came to mind was he fucking burnt teeth. <laughs> burnt teeth. What does that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> it's like a peep show when he called that guy piss kidney. Anyway. Sure, yeah, okay, yeah. He calls him chicken dick. Flicks out a knife. Patrick Swayze. That's a strange job interview tactic. Uh, it's not an interview. It's just give me back my job. Yeah. Um, Patrick Swayze does this. Okay, yeah. He does... Uh, oh, what that guy's name? Kung Fu stance. Leg splits. Van uh, Damme. Van Damme. He Van Damme's it. But he, it looks more like he's doing Muay Thai because he's got his wee fists up like... like. The cow fighting stance? Not Muay. Muay. I said Muay. It's Muay Thai. It's not Mai Tai. That's a drink. That's M-A-I. It's Muay Thai. You're not catching me. Muay Thai. Whatever. I have no idea if that's right. I just made up. It's what I said, actually. Thank you very much. Do you know that there's... Actually? Yes. Do you know that there's uh, an MMA fighter? (laughs) His name name is... um, Mayanus. Oh, no. Mayanus. He's... um, it's like Vietnamese or something. Yeah. So the commentators oh. were commentating the fight and he goes, Mayanus really needs to loosen up because Mayanus has, has taken right, a pounding. He's taken, yeah, he's taken a right punch. <laughs> wow. It's so Jesus funny. Christ. If you're really infantile like I am. But yeah. Well, <clears> yeah. I'm in the same club. So. Knife. So it's now, yeah. It's doing this. Out, yeah. Obviously, he brought fists to a knife fight. Yeah. And he gets... Stabbed. Well, not stabbed, but like cut. Yes. It's a cut in his side. But yes. it's, a, it's a big one. Yes. It's a nasty one. It's a big it's knife. Right, you can sew. It's like a Nick Dundee knife, this one. Oh, right. Oh, no, no, so like, he didn't bring a flick knife. He brought la- a proper knife. He, uh, that's not a knife. Yeah. That's a knife. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, I've written here plot begins to emerge because we're, oh, we're beginning to understand. <laughs> at long last, we're beginning to understand Del Monte Man's like role in this town, yes. and someone needs to stop him. Yes, but who's going to stop him? Because he controls everything in this town. The waitress. Um, no, she doesn't have a big input no. in the end, unfortunately. Okay. Hmm. So, because he got Nick Dundee. Yeah. He's he has to go to A and E. But she be punched the guy out. Oh yeah, he won the fight ultimately, right. okay. but not without cost. Yes. It wasn't a perfect fight. So he goes to the A and E, which looks amazing. It is spotlessly clean. It is. White, white tiles. Yeah, all the staff look amazing. They're all in like pastels. It's lovely, and why are they all covered in sugar? What? Not pastels, pastel. A uh, lots of women. This is where. So this is where all the women are. I know. No, no, the the staff. Right. And a doctor turns up, and she says, "Hello, I'm Doctor Clay." Okay. And they have a, a silly conversation throughout. It's quite flirty. Can't you remember Ghost? Patrick Swayze. Yeah. And her name's Clay. See what I'm getting at? No. Oh, yeah! There we go. Oh, yeah! Nice one. No. Yeah, okay. So he, he just keeps delivering the stupid one-liners to her, but I think he's trying to flirt. And then she's like... You can cuss when you also got stabbed because you're making no sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, she's going for it because I think she's flirting too. It's um, Patrick Swayze, of course, she's going to flirt. It's a good-looking lad, and he's got his patient. top off. That is not professional. She, yeah. Well, all right, fine. I agree. Yes, it is kind of. But she does. She does talk to him in a medical sense. She flirts with him about his medical record. Right. Thirty-one broken bones, X amount of bullet wounds. I can't remember. Yeah, but how is he? Oh yeah, she's a roughin. Yeah. Uh, Hello, I'm Dr. Clay. Blah, blah. How did this happen? Usual question. How did this yes. happen? And I think he... you have to mention that kind of stuff. Or at least maybe it's just gunshots. You have to say how it happened. Uh, he says... They have to report to the cops. He says natural causes. So it wasn't a ghost that shanked him. Yeah, basically. Yeah, right. poltergeist did it. Yeah. Um, and she says... You know, it comes to light that he's a bouncer at this bar. And he's, she's like, she gets stabbed. He, he was like, like I said, natural causes. Blah, yes. Blah. It's really shit. Terrible yeah, dialogue. Yeah, it sounds pretty bad. The famous line that I told you about in the before four times mm. was, she said, I'm going to have to give you nine staples to fix this. Yeah, yeah, surgical staples, yeah. She said, I'm going to give you a local. He says, don't worry about it. And then this guy comes out from the corner with a piece of grass <laughs> from his teeth. And he goes, hey, I think you need some staple, buddy. I have six generations. Yeah, yeah. My family's yeah, yeah, lived yeah, yeah. here. <laughs> Okay. Here's a local. Yeah. <laughs> Here's an item. Emmett, it's like, it's my side hustle. Yeah. Oh, hi, Emmett. Yeah, yeah I'm local. We're going to yeah. have to wipe all that Vaseline off first. And can you hang around, though? Because this other guy doesn't need a local. He needs an out-of-towner. So yeah. you're going to have to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pay it forward. Yeah. You're going to need nine staples to deal with this. Yeah. I'll give you a local. He goes, nah, don't worry about it. And she goes, what? Maybe he's got leprosy. Oh, yeah, and it'll just it back open again. Well, no, I was more thinking he doesn't feel pain. Ah, well, funny you should say that. Because she says, "What do you like pain or something? And he says... Only on Sundays. No. No. He says, pain don't hurt. Right. That's what the fucking word means. Yeah. Of course it hurts. Yeah. Stupid bastard. 
So I wasn't impressed with that. Anyway, she's got his medical record. Yes. And you may wonder, how has she got his medical record so quickly? He brings it around with him. Right. And the reason is because he's had 31 broken bones, Would seven bullet it, wounds. It looks legit. Mm. You can't read any of it, so you know a doctor I mean, wrote I, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. And there's diagrams of his naked body with like little arrows going... He got stabbed here and here yeah. and here and here, right. and he's okay. broken all of these bones. Yes. Okay. Okay. Sounds so she... like a really shit cooler. Um. Or maybe she's worked a lot. Yeah. Exactly. Like you can see um, why asking for five grand a night. An experienced horse rider has fallen off a horse. That's what they say. Yes. Mm-hmm. So an experienced cooler's been stabbed once or twice to the right. point that they have a whole new threshold for pain, and they don't really care about getting staples. Mm. So. Pain don't hurt. And for some reason, his education is also listed in his medical record. Maybe he's got a CV in there or something. No, not Harvard. No, not MIT. Sounds like he's made all this shit up. School of Hard Knocks. No, NYU. Okay. No, what his degree is in? Um, Vaseline Studies. Nope. Might as well be. I mean, it'll get you the same job opportunities. Uh, Media Studies. Close. Art History. Oh, even closer. Art history. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you got it. Philosophy. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Uh, and he said, she says, then how did you end up a bouncer? And he says, just lucky, I guess. Oh, or he should have said, um. <laughs> or, because yeah. I've got a philosophy degree. Yes. And you know the joke. What do you say to someone with a philosophy degree? Extra fries with that, please. Yeah. You know. Wow. So there's some like giggling and teeheeing mm. going on. She says, "Do you ever win a fight?" Yes. And he says, and I do like this line. He says, "Nobody ever wins a fight." That's quite good, though. Well, I'd uh, beg to differ. <laughs> yeah, but do you really win? Just because you beat somebody up doesn't make you a winner. Well, no, I was more thinking of like um, uh, the Romans versus. Um, Hannibal. Well, yes, but did they win? Yes. They won some land. No. But did they win, like, in their hearts? Yes. No. <laughs> yes, they did. Well, it's not like Hannibal sieging the bar, is it? He lost a lot of elephants. Oh. Yeah. Poor elephants. I mean, they didn't sign up. So even if you win, at what cost? It's a pyrrhic victory. If one elephant went yes. down... That's a Pyrrhic victory. Yeah, but the elephant died on Hannibal's side, not the Roman side. I don't care. Fair enough. If you took out an elephant, you should be ashamed of yourself. Don't make any joke about Steve dating me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't going to I can see goals. it in your face. I could see it in your God face. Damn it. That wasn't even where I was going there, but yeah, okay, I like it. I could see it. I could see the little tendrils of a thought forming in the, true. in the that middle of your true, head. You were like, there's yeah. something here. There I've got something for this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was going through that. This, 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 you know, kind of like in Minority Report when he goes to that list and just he's scrolling. Yeah, that's you. Hands. That was you. Like elephants. Elephants are huge. Yeah, Taking yeah, yeah, out yeah, yeah. has two meanings. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and then he says, you know, do you want to go cup of coffee? sort of thing <laughs> and she gets him a scalding hot one and he just drinks <laughs> it all down and she's like 
Just whip that cool down. Pain don't hurt! You got leprosy? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't be surprised. Because he never really seems to be like, ah, fuck, ow, or yeah. anything. He's Gets just... a paper cut and he's like, ah. <laughs> I don't like paper cuts. Any stitches? So they really hurt. What paper cuts or yes. stitches? Both. Right. I've had both. Have you ever had stitches? No. Oh, yeah, I know your hand, but that was you shivving yourself. I shivved myself, but yeah. you can still see the stitch holes. Can you? In the right light, you can. This is not the right light. Right. But you okay. can still see the holes where the stitches. Yeah. And they fucked it up, too, because there's a big circle at the top where they didn't stitch that bit. Oh, no. So the big gap. Yeah. Oh, there's one stitch hole. It's really hard to see in this light, but there's a stitch okay. hole there. Okay, I'll take a look for it, yeah. Very proud of that scar. But it has impeded my ability to mentally know my left from my right, because I've relied on the scar. Right. Because I feel for it. Sure. So I've never like mentally oh, I see. cemented left and right because I never had to because I was always like, oh, that way's left. But I guess if you're wearing gloves, it must be terrible. Yeah, if I'm out walking in the winter. That's why I couldn't find the restaurant on Thursday night. Right. Because I couldn't feel from sure. the... Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, of, a bit of a pisser. If people are like, which way's the bar? And I'm like, hang on, takes gloves off. That way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> also, when I'm driving, it's a nightmare as well. My driving instructor had to put post-its with L and R. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, but then you must have taken the test. I did, yeah. In her car. Did it still have L and R on it? Yes. You're fucking joking me. Nope. Jesus Christ. I think that's bad. My friend, hi friend, I'm not going to name you, don't worry, Um, had to have like a, not a booster seat, but like a cushion. Right. Because <laughs> she couldn't. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. But still managed to reach the pedals, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can totally... She's not like short round. She didn't have to put blocks on her feet right. or anything. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm. She's a very good driver, as it happens. Mm. She used to really fuck her off because every time she would leave my house, she would get back in her car and I would shout, check the back seat in case there's a serial killer. Wow. She'd like, stop fucking doing that! Yeah. Because it used to freak her out yeah, every uh, time. Yeah. It's really funny. Oof. Brutal. Uh, <laughs> Probably also because you'd been watching serial films, right? Oh, because I yeah, exactly. So that's why. I, but she doesn't watch that shit precisely because uh, she doesn't want to be thinking about a goddamn serial killer uh, in the back seat of her car. Yeah, fair but enough. then I'm like, by the way, <laughs> yeah, I might want to check. <laughs> there was never one there. There are no Irish serial killers that have been caught. That have been caught. That didn't move to London to do it. Anyway, monster truck. Okay, we're going to stop it there for part one of Why Did You Watch? Join us next time for part two. Why did you watch it?